0: Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Lawless Podcast and today I'm joined by
1: Bella, Abby, Ariella
0: and uh, today we're going to be talking about a a wide range of things really not really one topic quite a few things I think girls did you have a question for me at the start
2: yeah well I think you asked quite a lot of questions to your different guests that you have on but I think you know you haven't really answered much many yourself so what what made you want to set up the podcast and what would you say
0: is the you know what do you want to achieve with this podcast. Okay, so I actually set up the podcast because I was at work and my friend told me, he said, Alex, you speak quite a lot. And I was like, do I actually? And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay. And then he goes, you should probably set up one of them podcasts or something. I'm like, okay. And then, then here we are, basically. Wow. And it kind of evolved from that and become something where a platform for me to spread messages that need to be spread. So like today, we're going to talk about quite a few deep topics, but this sort of thing does need to be said and it could really help people. So I think that is the more sort of deeper reason, other than some lads in Sainsbury's telling me, yeah, you have speak a lot, mate, you should do a podcast. Fair enough, and do
2: you have, like, any goals for the podcast?
0: I do. The goals I have are just to basically reach as many people as possible, and just to kind of... Get, get famous. A, not really to get famous, just Money. to get to a level, uh, level where we can just influence as many lives as possible in a positive way. Fair enough. That's the main sort of reason, yeah. So, girls, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, what's all going on? Mariella, you want to start us off? Yeah.
3: Uh, okay, I study history. Um, and I like to play sport and theatre. And that's really it.
0: So what's, how's history going so far?
3: Um, Have I started? I probably should have started. I haven't yet. But it's here. It? It's early okay. days, early days. The lectures are quite quick. I think I'm going to, have to get used to taking very quick notes. And I haven't got my head around like that. But... Sounds interesting. Topics sound interesting.
0: And we're in Durham. We're in Durham. We're here. <gasps> we're here. I'm
3: doing history in Durham.
0: What? What's going on? How are we here? What's going on? You know. <laughs> but yeah, Abby, what about you?
1: Okay, I'm studying physics. Really fun. She's a woman in STEM. She's a woman, She's in, in, STEM. In, STEM. Yeah, a woman in STEM. Power. It's Come one of our on. topics. Kind of an unknown fact. A woman in STEM. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, never thought we'd see one, but here we are.
1: Never, ever, no. So, yeah. Why do you do ph- What about physics? I mean, yeah physics why physics why physics yeah literally because my best subject How many? Yeah. stuck
3: how many in your course would you like what's the ratio between female
1: and men it's kind of saying? even but then like there's definitely more men it's probably like S- 60 40. So that's, so better, that's, that's, best,
3: that's best better than a than
0: oh, level yeah
1: you, i remember you saying that in one of your labs yeah in my labs are like five of us a girl really how
0: does
1: that make you feel like
0: Oh, what, no, I'm joking. No, I... I... Well, I own that so I'm I'm the girl, they're the lads, I run that lab. My one, in it. You're just all sub-characters, mate, I'm the main character. <laughs> this lab, yeah, you're looking at me. I can see you looking at me, yeah, I know what you're doing, come on. <laughs> no. Check out the puppet work. No, Come I need, I need some friends. So. <laughs> 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 you just go, if you do physics at Durham, hold on a line.
3: She's only just first Tinder out. It's fine. September. She wants to guy that can solve a
2: Rubik's cube. It's okay. But her jazzy line is just shouting at people in clubs that she's a woman in STEM. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the men are very impressed by that. And yeah.
2: Do you think though, people yeah. are
1: intimidated by it? Because obviously it is a very academic subject. I don't know. Fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's not, it's not something I do advertise that much, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> that my, is a lie. Just chest. like to make
1: sure that is a lie. That it is her only personality yeah, trait. Yeah, my personality trait is women and STEM. Yeah, that's okay.
2: Love but I remember though, when you talk to people, though, like, it's often a thing where you ask somebody, like, oh, what course do you think I'm studying? And has anybody ever said guess to you? for Yeah, no. true. Exactly. Do you yeah. think that's like they,
1: a, wait, they are shocked. What do they often... What's the most common they go, thing? english geography classics Lovely. and do you think that's
3: because of your gender or yeah.
0: Oh, yeah so they just assume you're doing them subjects yeah. because you're a girl yeah
3: well smart. you just think of a-level classes i in my, in my school anyway like english it was probably 70 percent girls and some boys and then physics my friend was only one or two girls oh, all, my, a-level all, all, a-level all class. my classes there were four girls, and then oh, what? Wow. Like so it really does make an impression of yeah more.
0: Exactly. More there more is that clear like, gender divide between subjects. And yeah, definitely. Obviously, that's got to change, because, you know, we need more men and more men in sort of, like, <laughs> those sort of subjects and more women in them <laughs> other subjects. Mix Absolutely. it up. Yeah, more women we do, I think we have
3: enough men in, like, history and stuff. I think it's just women need to need feel encouraged to get into... Yeah, I think so. ...more male-dominated... I
2: think it's getting Well, it will. Well, I think it's at the moment it is, but if you do look at the people that are the top in their field at the moment, yeah. it is predominantly Like, when men. you
3: said, actually can you name another female scientist, scientist is role model that's curing. not my curing. I was like, I, I honestly cannot think of a female scientist. She's the there.
2: go-to, but if you think about other... I mean, think about yeah. it. If you were to name a modern physicist, Brian Cox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. straight away.
0: If,
1: name a, uh, a female physicist. Put me on
2: Aside from Abby, obviously. We <laughs> have one right here, apart from <laughs>
0: My lecturer.
3: (laughs) The woman who runs it. Actually, that's the case in actually most things though. Yeah. Like literally all the leading male historians are male. Like when you look at the reading list, it's actually it actually stands out when it's a woman.
0: Yeah. You know, international relationship as a discipline. I was reading the other day, only 8% of scholars are sort of black or black ethnic background. 8%. That's mm. ridiculous. I mean, it's yeah.
2: even worse in my... Um, yeah. So um, I'm yeah, doing... <laughs> this is Bella. <better. laughs> I'm doing archaeology and ancient history, and one of the actual things that we did talk about in one of my very first lectures was the lack of diversity in my field. Because if you think... because I Obviously, ancient history is the department of classics. When you think of classics as a subject, you often think of older, white... You know middle class men who went to you know public school, yeah, and that they're trying to change that. They have a whole topic that we talked about about how to decolonize,
3: um, was a, was as a history, as a, as a yeah, yeah as a discipline. history
2: as well, and how to decolonize and also you know take away these perceptions that these kind of subjects are only available to a specific group of people. That's true, because actually, there's, there's like
3: the two aspects on it. It's, the people who are in the field itself and also the subjects you study. Yeah. So I know the issue department, I can tell they've been trying hard to like expand mm-hmm. the syllabus. There's often, There's definitely a rise in um, non-European topics because it, it has always been so Eurocentric. Mm-hmm. We're literally learning about that, how like um, even when, for example, we learn about um, Britain, it's always just referring to England. It like the the field is so structured and it hasn't changed in so many years that we yeah. really need to... It's one of the things I was reading, it's about a, it. a book by James Whiteley about um, classical
2: archaeology in Greece is that a lot of Greek people don't feel a connection to their own history because, wow. you know, France and Germany and especially Britain have sort of taken the, the ancient culture mm-hmm. and have almost... I mean, if you look at something like the Elgin Marbles you know, we've almost taken this culture and tried to sort of find our own roots in it, but really, we don't actually have them. So a lot yeah. of Greek, actual uh, Greek people don't feel that connection to their own culture because it has been so um,
3: shaped by yeah. scholars from different countries. Yeah. I thought you were going take, take the... to say taken their artifacts. I was mean, going yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, it's solid, but it's, but that was something that um, my
2: professor talked about in one of my lectures. She said, you know, what do we think about, you know, who so if we look at these 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 artefacts who do they actually belong to and everybody in my lecture nobody said anything because everyone was too scared to either have one opinion or the other mm. and I think yeah. these are debates we should thing. be having oh. I'm not going to reveal my opinion because a nah. <laughs> you know, and I'm yeah. the, and whoever
0: we're going to go on to sort of like women's issues and what you guys think about important topics that we need to kind of discuss so just kind of Going into that, like, we'll go into the topic of, like, marriage. What are your guys' takes on marriage? Are you sort of pro for... What do you think?
3: Um, I honestly just find the topic of, like, the actual concept of marriage so bizarre. Really? So backward. And I think... I know that civil marriages are a thing, but even the fact that um, so many things are kind of denied from a couple if they're not legally binded together is ridiculous as if Mm -hmm. the only way you can express that you were with someone is through legal means Mm -hmm. and so like first of all the concept of actually legally binding yourself to someone and then divorce can be so difficult like it's literally just the right if you don't want to be with someone it's so bizarre and then also the practices I think of marriage seem very backward to me as well I know that my dad would always say, oh, I want to have my little girl down the aisle, but, you know, I think there's very archaic, uh, there's an archaic background to all the things that happen, like the practices in the ceremony itself, and um, I don't know if I'd want to participate in that if I did get married.
0: But. Fair play. So where do you think your beliefs on marriage have come from, just like your sort of background stuff you've read what do you think
3: i think it's just literally thinking about it i think it's also attending marriages and you you actually see it happen and when you see them Dad hand hand her hand over to her fiance it's, it's very um symbolic and it's very obvious what it like the connotations of it are
2: yeah, I agree with Mariella. I was gonna say that I think a lot of the symbolism behind marriage is based in a lot of or very sexist practices. And the, like Mariella said, you are you are given as as the bride, you are given away. And that comes from the idea that you are, you go from being under your father's influence to being under your husband's influence. Yeah. And it's the idea that if you are given, it's almost, it's got connotations of being almost like your property. Yeah. and it, it takes any um, autonomy away from the actual person. It makes if you are given away, you are the passive person in that exchange. You yeah. are the one being given, you're not actively choosing. And I think the kind the, the connotations behind that are quite negative. And I think also if you think about the whole symbolism behind a white dress and the symb- like the idea that it's connected to purity and virginity, um, yeah. which I think is quite outdated. And I yeah. think it is changing. I mean, you see people wearing whatever they want, but it is still that idea, you know, white well, wedding. Say it was Queen Victoria,
3: wasn't it? Um, I don't know if she did it for that reason, but I think it was... What just, started
1: the white dress?
3: Yeah, it wasn't that a thing. Well. People would, before Queen Victoria, they wore their um, best dress, basically. So that would normally be golds or purples because that was most expensive fabric. Um, and then Queen Victoria decide I actually don't know the reasons. It probably it might be linked to that, but I think it's more of like a power thing as well. Um but then it was and I think from there obviously with a lot of literature anyway, white is always associated with the things yeah. that was talking about. Um exactly. Miss Historia. It's interesting how different marriage customs
2: are like across the world. I think true I could be wrong with this, but I know there's somewhere where they were black to weddings and white to funerals. I'm not sure where that is, oh, but also, I mean, I don't want to keep bringing up like ancient, like. in ancient Sparta, <laughs> when a woman got married, she cut her hair and dressed in men's clothes. Oh really? Because in Sparta, a men's man would take a, a, an older lover, okay, and so it was to make sure that they felt more comfortable, which is we think that's very strange.
3: Yeah, and it's just interesting how these customs change, and I, there's a mm, as no. I was just about to say, my like truth wrote, I was talking about Christian wedding. I yes. think that's that's so bad that I literally only think wedding is that. Assuming I forget. So there's so many different types of weddings <laughs> and um, how that happens. So I, when I'm talking about our gay practices, I'm always referring to what I've grown up with in a Christian church. I think it's nice to make that distinction
2: because also yeah. I think, you know, to actually have the because for some people, marriage can mean two things. Like I think, for some people, it's all about the actual ceremony, and for some people, it's about <laughs> the legal aspect. Because yeah. to legally marry someone, you don't need a wedding; yeah. you only need to go and sign a document yeah. in a registry. Yeah. But yeah. for a lot of people, that's not the important thing. The important right. thing is the ceremony. So it really depends, I think, on what, yeah, what, like what you are. And, and then
1: mm-hmm. some people just want the party. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just that's really what are Your yeah.
1: yeah. thoughts on marriage? I quite like the idea of marriage, like. I don't know, I don't need a big wedding. Like, I'm more than happy to elope. I think, oh, you know, really? just
0: going to elope. Where's the
1: place in Scotland where you go? I'm with Gre- Green. I'm with yeah.
0: Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she'll be
3: there That's for her. Very proud of me. Yeah. Miss Lydia Bennett here. God.
2: Uh, anyway. Um. I think also marriages are, like, the actual wedding ceremonies, I think, a very lovely way to bring families together. Yeah, um, yeah. that's the thing. Because my mum got married in... Um, August this year, yeah. and it was so lovely seeing family members from yeah. my my stepdad's side that I'd never met before. And it's yeah. that lovely idea that you were welcomed into a new yeah uh, yeah.
3: It is weird for me anyway. My family, I think, are very um, far apart, so it's weird how we only ever come together literally for weddings and funerals. Because I've only ever been to one wedding, wedding so hey. I, yeah. So I've never really, been, I've never
1: been to a family wedding.
0: <coughs> yeah, so yeah. that familiar event that brings everyone together, no like matter how far away they are. And also another I think kind of interesting aspect is sort of accountability because if you think about how the church is structured, brooms like family on the left, bride on the right, yeah. like yeah. it's everyone's watching you get married. So because of that, it means you're like less likely to leave or sort of divorce because every everyone knows you're together, you're kind of in front of all of your love loved ones. And if you that are truly in love, then up. that's a that's a good thing yeah. as well, because you want to be like, look guys, in front of all of my family members, yeah. this is what I'm doing. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. A marriage seems like a very final thing. Yeah. And I think, and that's what I—I I just remember arranged marriages and things like that. That's still happening today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if to, to the fact that someone to say, look, I almost need a young girl, for example, someone almost as a sex slave, I need them for sex to go through marriage shows the power it has because they think the first thing we'll do is arrange a marriage. But also, I do think
2: that it is important to make the distinction between an arranged marriage and a forced marriage, because in a lot of communities... Oh, I meant forced marriage. Arranged marriages. True. I mean, there have been a lot of of women that have said actually, they they wanted an arranged marriage because they believe that their parents actually they trust their what, judgment. They trust their judgment. Yeah. In a lot of cultures, you would depend That's on your true. on your family, and you trust them, and you find a lot of. Well, I've read things about women that have said that they actually feel that they found love more organically because there's not that pressure of wanting you both know what the other one wants
3: yeah
2: and you have that um you learn to love them the boundaries are already, already sad.
3: quite
0: set. yeah you know yeah my drama teacher in year eight said this really mad thing i remember <laughs> at the time hearing him going what are you on about and he said that arranged marriages are better because you start apart and get closer together over time yeah. whereas the opposite is for normal marriages you start really close and eventually like fall apart yeah <laughs> That's really weird, I don't but that's true. kind of looking at it. It kind of yeah. kind of makes a little bit
2: of sense, yeah. but I do think saying if it it m- would might possibly be harder to divorce if you've been in an arranged marriage because it could almost be seen as a sign of disrespect
3: towards your parents, yeah. Who it's
0: not who just arises. you two involved, is it? Yeah. It's, a, it's a familial sort but of I think of generally,
3: if you can, you know, someone not in a yeah. situation, I personally know that best, yeah. but I will never be an arranged marriage, so I can't give yeah. a full, yeah. I can't give a I have point of view, yes. yes. I think a lot
0: of this... So just... MMA. Yeah, just to move on to something a little bit more more topical to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we're
3: well, so, getting married yeah. next week, yeah, next week. That's, that's it, so. the marriages are all arranged <laughs> ready.
0: <laughs> so just going on to, like, sort of catcalling as a topic, have you, like, what are your experiences? What do you think about it? Where does it come from? Yeah, what are your thoughts?
2: So, we were talking about this earlier because I... Well, I don't know if to call it catcalling... <laughs> or dog Dog calling, because on Thursday... I, these group of lads slowed their car down next to me while I was literally just walking, and I thought they were going to ask for directions, and they all just barked at me, which, at the time, was quite scary, because it was quite sudden. Yeah. Um, but now I always think it's funny, but I feel like I shouldn't think that, because yeah. it
0: is weird, isn't it, an yeah?
2: objectification,
0: but...
3: Yeah. I say totally remember, actually, um... I was in Oxford, and I saw a girl. She was cycling, and she had books in her bag. So she was obviously a student, cycling back from a lecture, um, wrapped up in a coat, and some guys did the exact same thing. They pulled. She was on the road, and then the guys pulled down, and they just started whistling, saying, get in my car. Uh, And I'm like, this is, like, she literally was doing nothing. She was showing no skin. She was clearly just an educated woman what what else
2: can we do but i think it's interesting also that you raised the point that she wasn't showing any skin yeah because if you think about it isn't it i think it's interesting that a lot of us would say oh but you know she was showing skin or she wasn't showing skin when actually in reality what she was wearing should
3: have more difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I was about it's to. It's
2: tell... got nothing to do with what you wear because that's your choice. How somebody reacts to that is oh, yeah, their own it's... problem.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. When I was about to tell my story, now I was about to go. I was wearing a skirt yeah. from school. You know, I walking home. School uniform. It was actually. That's a big thing as well. As well isn't I was it? going to say I've the... been more in my school uniform
3: by like older really. so weird. You know, actually, that's true because I went to school in Wolverhampton for five years, and I'm not even kidding every assembly there was an uh from either our school or a local school that was linked to the police saying a girl had been followed home we had that literally i'm not this oh is God. not even exaggerating every week like so people in my year group followed home from school touched up on the bus we had that we every had league. reminders
2: pretty much every week like you said don't walk in any less than groups of three. Really? Don't walk late at night. And it shouldn't have to be the young girls that have to be scared walking to and from school, which is a place of education that they should feel is a Mm -hmm. safe place. We've had, I mean, in my old school, we had a case of two girls from a completely different school having to run into our school to hide. Which is sometimes, you know. Yeah, but it's interesting that a guy would respect Mm -hmm. a man he's never met more
1: he's right in front of him that he's, so talking he's having to a him. conversation with yeah. Yeah. yeah i remember i was at a pub once my friends and so there were three of us and two of us came to the toilet together and so my one friend was sat alone and some guy went over to her and was like can i get your snapchat but i like, don't worry if you don't want to give it to me i totally understand i respect it and wow. the thing is that so she clearly was saying no and he keeps pestering her until so one of our friends like here, at another table saw this happen and swept her away then When the three of us were all back at that table, he came back and she and wouldn't take no for an answer, even that after, shows. even after saying, oh, I totally yeah. respect say no, well, I and mean, that's that obviously just a line, yeah, exactly. It's, it's it a line, it's a line. but that's I think that's what reminded me of actually another story this summer God.
3: and the power, honestly, of girl like girl power and this bond. Because I was in Richmond and I was it was like nine o'clock, I was reading because I was waiting for someone, so I was reading in like a park by the river. And then a guy started talking to me, and like an old guy, and he started um talking like about how I should make a list of the kind of perfect guy I want. And then and he was like lecturing about stuff, and I was like, okay. And then another guy came over, put his arm around me, and then started like also asking me really intrusive questions and like started putting his hand in weird places. Uh-huh. This was That's and good. then Thank God there was a girl and a boy that were my age who were walked past, and this girl instantly mm. saw I was uncomfortable, yeah. I was in a bad situation, came up to me and said, like, Jessica, over here now, do you want to go? She knew the situation, she sorry, realized yes. it, she came up with a, an excuse to get me out of there, and then got me out. The girls are okay, crazy. It's so, so it's No, because do, if, yeah. if you even. If Your inkling is something's not right, you might as well, yeah, ...trust something so, because they could because tell and be like, Oh no, actually, I'm fine. Okay. Because you, like, honestly, I don't know how I would have got out of that situation. So these two guys started arguing about me in front of me, and they were like touching me both, like, it was Fuck. two separate men. And Thank god, this girl
1: came and saved me. Because the thing is, girls are very good at recognizing when a <coughs> girl needs help, yeah, they can see because the thing is. Many girls have face there, they know what a girl's face yeah.
0: will look like if they're uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, power. Yeah. Wow. And I'm I think that's a that's a big message for lads and girls listening. Just realize that your ability to influence situations is great. And you want just because you are an individual, it doesn't mean you're powerless. Just as Mariella was saying there, like if that person doing that had such an impact, and you remember that to this day, mm. like that happening. So if you ever see anything like that. Do something. No, you have to do something because it's your, your responsibility to do something. And just don't think, oh, yeah, it's not my responsibility. Someone else will do it. And if everyone has that attitude, then no one's going to help anyone. So you yeah. need to be there, even for people you don't know, because think, that could be your sister, that could be your brother. Just really see it as that and then, you know, help people.
2: As a man, Alex, would you say if you saw something like that happening, would you intervene?
0: Yeah. Or backwards. would you... I before, yeah. Like, um... This was back home with a guy. It was mainly like a bullying sort of thing. It wasn't yeah. the same sort of situation. But I was on a run and there was this bigger lad bullying this smaller kid. And obviously, I'm quite tall, so I was running past. I was wearing like some like little sort of like tight thing, yeah? And this kid, I was like, Oi, stop bullying him. And he was like, he was like, the face, look looking. his face was amazing. And the little kid was like, Yeah, <laughs> he's showed you, he's <laughs> No, it was like, and it was really good because the kid was like uh. his face went from like proper upset to like yeah uh. fuck you mate so like you know again it goes back to like you more you. like
3: Alex
2: Alex the same uh, uh, you
0: know, <laughs> Oh, he's
3: so, so
0: humble he's so humble <laughs>
2: so do you think some of these situations is ever just a case of men genuinely just reading the room wrong and getting it wrong or do you think they actively know that they're harassing somebody like
0: okay. when do you, where do you think the line is? I know what you, I know what you mean. So yeah. it depends on the individual. Like you can't. It's just it's going to be a sort of like situation by situation. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, I'd like to think it's just men reading the room wrong. But equally, there are some fucked up lads out there who don't know what the social cues are, or just don't give a shit about the social cues, mm-hmm. and they're just so egotistical they just go, "This is what I want. I don't give a dis one everyone else and yeah. get what mm-hmm. I want." Yeah. you know so again it depends on the individual but i'd like to think that on the whole it is just people not being so socially calibrated so they can't understand that you know yeah. someone not making eye contact with you someone not really responding to your questions is yeah. signals to tell you that like, it's like, not like,
3: on like you said as individuals also the person receiving it as well because yeah. some people just have different boundaries I, I know i would say i'm actually quite i'm very happy with touch like normally I know some people definitely aren't, but you, I would say, go with the mindset, presume this person does not have, has, um, boundaries which, you know, don't touch, I have my space, until you get to know them better, because obviously just some people will perceive, like some person with me in Richmond, they might have felt less uncomfortable, because they're more fine with that, I'm not saying it shouldn't, obviously it shouldn't have happened, But, like, it's also perception of the person themselves. Always, I would say, always presume, obviously. Also Also with friendship as well, you know, Um, just presume someone doesn't like touch. They are, you know, closed off. They're closed until
1: you know them better as a person. Until they say they want
3: it. Also, I do think that there
2: are individuals out there that completely understand these social cues. They do it because it's a power kick, and they like to make somebody oh, yeah. else feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it makes true. them feel like yeah, they're in
1: fuck. they have the power <laughs> in the situation. It's a case. of a little deliberate status, thing. and yeah. lots of guys are very much aware of all this stuff, but they just refuse to believe that it, it could, could be them. Be them. It's
0: yeah, it's not me. It's not me. I don't make yeah. guys
1: uncomfortable. I'm a gentleman. It's exactly. They, they love it. They want you. You know. Obviously, so. that. All the girls yeah.
0: want me, they'd never deny me. Why is this still not yeah. denying me? Well, like, if they've been
1: made aware of situations, they will deny that they were ever acting in that way. Mm. Yeah. I think also it, it is a case of you have to read
2: the social cues because very few times someone will openly say, you are making me feel uncomfortable because it takes a lot of confidence to be able to do that in a conversation. But in the, if
1: you're in a club and a girl is being moved away from you by her friends, that could be a cue just maybe that she's uncomfortable. Yeah. And she's Just maybe. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Maybe. <coughs> eye contact. I think eye contact is
2: so important. If somebody's not even able to look you in the eyes, oh, that shows that they're not Yes, every
1: time I've
3: not been comfortable around a guy, or when my they, eyes are all Or, over or, or when they straighten, obviously, someone, they yeah. know, you know. Yeah, I've as well, that. Right, yeah. But this is also very much linked to spiking which I
0: think yeah so we're onto, just going to go okay. on to that so what are your girls takes on spiking so what would you say the the causes of spiking so
2: I think also just to give a bit of context yeah of course recently there have been a lot of cases I mean we're talking in Durham but I think universities across the UK yeah. a lot
3: of, freshers,
1: you know, a lot of spiking a yeah, lot of spiking well, I, I'm hearing
3: about a spiking it at least once
1: a night. Even clubs um, have been co- again after
3: a long time being
2: shut. <laughs> all been- but also, even one of the colleges in Durham, their bar has been closed because of t- so many reports of spiking. And I know that Platinate, um, mm-hmm. the newspaper company here, are doing a report on spiking because it is such a problem. Here. Yeah, and it needs yeah. to be addressed. But I think the 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 problem comes from men that feel so uh either just that they have to resort to something as disgusting as spiking somebody
3: yeah to to be able to have uh, it just it it's mind-boggling it's baffling and also i think probably a lot of you audience I've seen <laughs> or listeners <laughs> no well for me anyway on my Instagram stories you've probably seen the story of the girl who actually got injected as yeah. well that I don't oh, know if knew yeah. this was, it was and beginning... it's been going round That um, now for example that girl there's lots of techniques that obviously we shouldn't have to use but there are techniques to prevent mm-hmm. spiking happening you know keep your hand on your drink like or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or even just inject yeah, yeah, yeah and now there's new means of um kind of making a girl unconscious um that makes us even more powerless because we literally have no control and i've seen that there's a uh, i think i've signed it it's the um there's a uh what's it called petition Petition about having stricter checks to get in a club yeah because you literally you're too fat and i i it's true that you can just walk in. Someone can We're walk in with, n- n- yeah, right? with a knife, yeah. Anything. Yeah. anything. Also, what's interesting is that I,
2: I don't drink in clubs. And so I always thought I would be safe from that kind of thing. But suddenly, you there's another level of vulnerability that the idea that somebody could just inject you. Because you, you can... There are precautions you can take. Obviously, not all of them are effective, and it shouldn't—you shouldn't have to do them. Yeah. And that's not to say that if you don't do these things, you deserve to get spiked, because that's absolutely not true. Um, and I do think that's actually something to address. Yeah. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of posters, you know, PSAs that seem to be based on "Don't get spiked" Bush. instead of "Don't spike." Yeah. Why are it you it to seem, blame? That's what you're the yeah. victim. And it makes what it a seem like, if you don't do this, 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 <laughs>
3: it's
0: this, mean, your fault. You deserve you to get spiked. Exactly.
1: It's almost like you let yourself get spiked. Yeah. Yeah. And as bad as it is, though, spiking's never going to stop, so we just have to make sure we're safe, we can be. Well, it's it, it can say, be. it yeah. stops with the drug dealers that yeah. are supplying people with this stuff. Yeah, that is true.
0: I think that's <coughs> a very important question to be asked, is to who is to blame the person doing it. Or the dealer, and what you know, who is more to blame out of them? There also.
3: has to be a person actually going out because they oh. first all seeked, yeah. they sought, yeah. the they've list.
0: sourced it themselves, and yeah. then
3: they've actually done the. And then also, what, what do, you we? do you do after? Luckily, I've anything? not heard of anything so far because, luckily, the spikings I've heard of, um, people the girls, home, yeah, the girls or oh, people have noticed, but you always have to remember it's not just the spiking, there's you know the, it's actually the reason why you get spiked is for normally man to be able to have full control of a female body mm-hmm. without any resistance yeah. and meant... that's the thing and you, obviously if that's someone's so we need to have, aim, you you know, have, have aim.
1: to have oh yeah probably oh, one. One. oh yes At the beginning, that's so just, true
3: but yeah. no,
2: I read an article that a woman wrote where she went with her gay male friend to a male gay bar And so she felt she was absolutely safe because, obviously, you go to a gay bar, you expect that people there to obviously not be interested in women if it's a male gay bar. Yeah, exactly. And that's where she got spiked, and she actually did end up getting... She she was raped. Um, And she felt that um, afterwards she struggled to go to the police because she felt she wasn't... Because she wasn't conscious for it she didn't feel she had enough to actually wow. deserve enough to evidence, go to the police. Yeah. Wow. But not even enough evidence. She felt that because she wasn't immediately traumatised by it, yeah. she yeah. felt she didn't deserve to do it, which is horrific. The idea yeah. that you don't feel like a almost worthy enough victim
0: to that you would contemplate. That was, that, was was that was
3: me upskirting, though. because it's terrifying. I, because I almost took mindset, it's only a picture Um, I won't ever have to kind of face the consequences again. It's pretty weird. I randomly just get reminded, oh, wow, this guy might just still have a picture of me and up my skirt. And who who knows what he's done with that picture? Has he distributed it? Does he use it for personal pleasure? I don't know. But it's weird that it, it always comes
1: back and randomly haunts me. But and it, no, and you shouldn't that, should, you that should. shouldn't have to feel like that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's so many girls out there who'll not even know this happened to them. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. That's so true. Many.
0: Yeah. It yeah, made me aware it's happened. That's yeah. even more scary about like. Do you know, yeah. as, as
2: a, I mean, I think it's interesting as well to get a, a, a male perspective on this as well. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of a lot of the, the, like, how common this is for girls? Or is it more when girls talk about it, you're surprised? To be honest with you, I was yeah.
0: acutely aware, but I was, I think the fact that you've said this now for me and our listeners will really open their eyes because people are just, they know it happens. Like the magnitude and the extent of the victimhood and how many people are actually victims of this sort of thing. Like, it's it's amazing when really. it's it's just like you don't expect it. And then, you know, when you when it's put into perspective, you think like this isn't a sort of epidemic, like this is happening on a massive societal level. Like, and I think I think something I would really like to discuss is the mindset of someone who spikes someone. Like what is the thought process? Where have they how have they got to the point mentally where they can justify Doing that to another person. They are.
3: So I find that very difficult to yeah.
1: head around. It's just the worst. It's I <laughs>
3: think that it's it's about it's n-
2: not really about the actual sexual gratification because I think sex is enjoyable because it's a mutual pleasure that you're sharing with somebody.
1: Yeah.
2: But in this it is completely one sided. It's the so truth it could be it can
3: be that people some people do enjoy that but it's the power
1: because Yeah,
2: sexual gratification from, from the power not from the actual act of it's yeah. the idea I mean obviously I don't know yeah.
3: because I, think, I'm, thank I don't understand that mindset <laughs> right. I literally when you said ask that question I was like literally I can't fathom yeah. but I think also yeah. always has to play for facts as well This some people just think they, they can't chat up a girl or they can't Imagine that. they can't do it organically, they feel like, or they've had failures in the past, mm-hmm. they just and they rely and then they go to um, like the source, which is so deprived. But I think but. that comes to as well, which is another big topic, which I don't think we'll have much time to talk about. But
2: incels and the oh forums online, oh, incels, and I could yes. they them get down ever. this rabbit hole, and it's a, a, a almost like a kind of A sense of mental rot where you get to the point where you're in this sort of like self-perpetuating cycle of just degrading yourself and other men. And you look at these forums and you see pictures where men are posting photos of themselves and other men are commenting, this is the reason why you'll never be loved because your forehead is too big.
0: And it's got
2: nothing to do with the fact that you just might not have worked out a way to, you know effectively communicate <laughs> in public or you just need no, no, yourself out a bit more. But I think it's more
3: because they convince themselves things of incels, you know, they've got the terminology. Rom- 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 no, it's um, Chad's and Stacey's. So it's yeah. not just a woman's fault. So, so yeah. This is yeah. What, yeah, so the incels, <sighs> yeah. like, they tell themselves Chad's are like... And there's the red Stereotypical. Yeah, stereotypical, you know... The uh, jocks. jocks, yeah, the Jock. nerds.
0: There's <laughs> Alex
2: <a> Rawlings <laughs> here. There's DS and Chaz. An Incel sta- it stands for in. So for those of you that don't know, you're yeah, not yeah, sure, I'm yeah thank you, incel, incel. basically, Incel stands for involuntary celibate, and it's a community mostly online of oh. men that, to put it simply and bluntly, can't have sex or don't have sex with women, and they blame either. Well, it, a lot they of it comes down to the head. hatred of women. Yeah, or they've they they
3: turned to the fact that it's oh women's my. fault that they don't choose someone like them, and instead they go for the,
2: the ego. Yeah, and it's the idea that since women <laughs> have gained more independence and more well um, autonomy of themselves yeah. and their own decisions, that that's has disrupted yeah. a system that has served to benefit men for yeah. the last. Yeah. I mean, however long. And
3: subsequently, they they normally have, hold very bad views about what a woman's place is, what society
0: so is. So there's like stuff like this. I'll put this in the show notes yeah. so you guys can... On YouTube, it'll be on there so you can have a look at it. But it's this thing like... You've got the, the, the virgin walk, and it's just, like, all these different things are backslouched. It's just, like, kind of, like, caricaturing what they'd expect this it's person to be. your whole yeah.
2: life and your whole persona and your whole being yeah. is completely related around the fact that you can't have sex, and they believe that that affects your physical appearance, your...
0: your mental state, your everything. Your mental
3: state, even your whole... The trajectory of your life, that you won't be as successful, that you won't be as yeah. happy. And it's, 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 it's dangerous. Because, you know, there's the cases, there's been two mass shootings or, really? of by incels whose motivation is the incel community and Everyone their perception recently. of society. And well, like recently, how it's the youth society's, society's
0: against them. Was that the Plymouth yeah. one?
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Plymouth guy. He
3: identified as
2: an incel. Oh, my
1: gosh, yes. Yeah. That's so true. Why do you identify as an incel? Like, why do you let that lead your life? What
0: it's
2: would you want to be a victim of? It's a form of
1: victimhood that you're able yeah. to blame other people, <clears> and they have these views, and they're
3: trying to find a way to justify them. I think it's also misinterpreted. It's a very modern type of community because it's basically all online. Right. They they, Red they Red get Red to these people, like these enstars, they get to know each other very well, but they'll never meet each other. They're just talking online. They're talking online, complaining. it's a whole, and that's why ideas spread. No girls ever talked to me.
0: and it goes back to that thing where like. This is a big toxic thing about online and social media generally. It's how it creates these echo chambers where the only people I'm talking with are people who share the same views as me. And therefore, I believe that that view is my entire world perception. And especially with this, that's why it's so toxic because you go day 15 at school, no girls talk to me. And all the other incels on the group will be like, yeah, yeah same with me, guys. Aren't women shit? And that little idea perpetuates, and the more people reinforce it, reinforce uh, it. And then it's your internal belief in your yeah. mind. And then you're like, what the fuck can I do? No women want me. And then, you know, eventually yeah. it gets to a stage where you do something so drastic and so fucked up that you, you know, you resort to yeah. violence. Yeah. It yeah. And it's crazy. violence
2: against women. <laughs> it's violence against, it can be against themselves. Because I think a lot of these men are in such a. And it's boys as well. It can be young boys. Yeah. yeah. And it's. Um, they end up. They can get into very, very
1: depressive states
2: oh, yeah. of mind. It because it's. Their wedding is online. They're
1: already clearly insecure to even resort to going to these communities. And then if they're just getting knocked down. Yeah, but the problem yeah. is, is that these. A lot of what people are saying now that these men
2: shouldn't be publicly shamed, they should be helped.
1: Yeah, there
0: should be
2: yeah. available resources I, I, to yeah. help these men who I are think before they actually.
0: As a preventative I agree 100%. Say you yeah. have to don't, can't don't take the whole, whole
3: mindset that mm, I don't know because I I did not there's a Jubilee video on YouTube. Jubilee is like one of my favourite. <laughs> um, and they it was like an ask asking insert. The guy. And yes. he was like, even, he went to the extent of saying things like uh, a woman shouldn't be president because uh we don't have the mind we we be too emotional Thought so they just the hate woman.
1: women yeah yeah, yeah. It, 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 women. So it's like yeah.
3: a process it starts from hating particular women for not choosing them and then it kind of goes also attractive men who they feel like are stealing the women they always go for the looks instead of these men who are like are they, oh we're the good guys they, and, they, and then they, it goes further so it's never it.
1: self-hatred they see themselves as victims they do as well they they hate, and what it is is they hate themselves
2: because they feel that they are ugly and they, are, um, they don't have, you know, the same you know, conversational skills as other men. And it's, it's very, very competitive. And you get on these sites yeah. where almost men are competing to see who has it
3: worse instead yeah. and who yeah. is the biggest victim. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, that's also um, one of the things they also hate as well is what they see as a modern dating culture, especially dating apps. Which I think is another conversation.
0: Oh, yeah, that's another um, topic. But yeah.
3: And how they because I would say most dating that because it is about your looks. It's it, you no, Tinder. Tinder is holy Literally, looks. literally you it's say a... yes or no based on one most picture. Right, and like to that extent, race. I maybe like not agree with them, but I'm like, yeah, fair. We should never ever judge someone based wholly on what they look like and see mm-hmm. past that. Um, and that is another conversation I think. But it's also interesting the way I, I
2: read something about um, the way that dating apps are structured visually mirror the way that online shopping, um, like online shops, are yeah. visually available. So wow. they sort of in this article they reach the conclusion that dating apps actually can can harm the relationships between people because it's it's essentially you are shopping for a person. Yeah. You are you are dismissing people. Instantly yeah. and accepting the ones that you believe in that moment are what you're looking for. I mean how do you find love?
3: Actually, Obviously. also to be fair there's I don't this is so niche and I don't know. There's a TikTok called WebKinny. Oh then, my gosh! I know, and she's like she's honestly the sweetest person. And there's one video so if you were watching, she's having a little wrote down and she was I'm like i I'm not beautiful we're like no. yeah. And then she's also like, I've the only guys I've ever had. Um, sustainable relationships are the ones that I meet online because they don't see me first they they wow. they get to know me so and my personality before they see what I am like in real life because they wouldn't approach me in real life and that's also wow. there's another flip to the you know there's another side of the coin that, yeah. um, I don't know it is hard like you're talking about clubs and stuff and
0: Cause that it's, is all visual, it's, isn't it? It's in the club, so
3: yeah. visual because you can't hear people. No. You don't the conversations know. you have in the club are so basic. But also, would you? What say are you studying? That, what? How, what's your name? Do you know have an interesting conversation with someone? You know, it is so so visual. But also, club. would you say that the purpose of going to
2: a club is just to pick people up? Because I know personally, I I go to clubs just. <laughs> I want to have a good time, like yeah.
3: No, I think truth, but also. It doesn't mean I do it want to say, really quickly,
2: if there is anybody listening that wants to look more into incels, there is a YouTube um, channel called ContraPoints, and they have yeah. a very long, in-depth um, yeah. I'll we'll
0: put a link. About, about incels, I'm not which have is to actually watch it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly, I'm it's I'm actually watching. very educational,
2: and it doesn't because there is a lot of stuff online. Just I know to come back to the incels really quickly, that is aggressively shaming these men. And I think it's important to try, try, obviously not excuse, in no way excuse, try to understand, because these men are not going to get better if they're continually shamed. Yeah, or they'll isolate themselves more. Yeah, and that only perpetuates the problem. Anyway, (coughs) I just wanted to quickly say that.
0: And I think as well, going to what you just said there, it will create an us and them with them, and that creates the other. So everyone who's in cell will be forced into their own sort of, like, community. And they go, look at these people shaming us. We're the group. And then it's that, again, concept of other that comes that's back really into true. it.
1: Right. Five, but, yeah.
0: So, um... Five. What have we... Oh, <laughs> So, like, yeah. So, go back to the club, yeah. So when you... when okay, you go... it depends on the individual, but that's your point, of what their intention of what they're doing in the club. So, you know, most nights I go out just to, you know, have a good time with my mates. You know, it depends on you know, how it all obviously, like, pans out, but yeah. But going back to that, it's just like, when you're in the club looking around, you see the way people kind of act, and yeah. you know, it's pretty fucked up sometimes. Really. The
1: amount of times I'll be dancing in a group and there'll just be a guy standing there.
0: Yes. Just like chilling yes. on these ones. Like, yeah, but what's what interesting doing? is,
1: a few girls I've been I've been
2: talking to have said this, is that often if you're with friends, you tend to almost dance like in a little tiny circle. Yeah, yeah it's your little circle, and the, it? There's a point where, I feel like a, pretty much probably every girl that's been to a club has had the moment where they can sense there is somebody yeah. very, very close Enough. behind them, but because you're so tight in where your group, you can't physically turn around, and it, it makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. You can tell that And matter. there's a guy. Yeah. And you can see, obviously, if you're the people you're dancing with, you can see them looking over your shoulder, and you can sense there is somebody very close, pressed up behind you, but yeah. you can't get away. And obviously some people, obviously if they're attracted to the person behind them, that's how, you know, you can dance. Yeah, that's not it? Goes, isn't <laughs> and it? Yeah. if not, it creates a very, very quickly, you can feel very claustrophobic and very trapped. And that's, I think some men use that as an excuse. Use that kind of
3: environment to... Because it is so close, they can kind of get away with it,
0: can't they? Yeah. Like,
3: like, yeah. That when it's football clubs are very, you know,
2: they're you very... It's back-to-back, yeah. back, isn't it? Most it's like some
3: suffocating. Clubs. And some
2: men use that as an excuse to get... Uncomfortably close, yeah, all to the touching the waist thing, and you're away. walking past. Yes, oh, excuse me, can I get past? And they just your waist. Yeah, just like, yeah. you don't need to do that. You can get past. You're I was being at past. a party once with someone let me. was so uncomfortable. He was, yeah. Yeah, and also a cabin is on the back because of the you know the music, you know the the how loud it is, and the kind of <coughs> environment. it's not a place where you can turn around and say, excuse me, can you move back? You well, can try. yeah.
3: But because it's so, you know... Also, I think we always have to just throw in the perspective as well. Very often, uh, a lot of people are intoxicated in a club, or women are yeah. intoxicated. That's always these people more vulnerable as well.
0: You know, one or two parties and that engagement could be, you know, fully Especially fully if people,
3: someone's going to a club not drunk, actively seeking out people. Yeah. Who are, who are drunk. Or the not even who her. are drunk or who are, who are seeking out people, and then obviously people are... Already drunk um Or situation. slightly, you know... Um, you know, intoxicated. That's always the perspective as well, and it's also getting home, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and it's very easy also, well, <laughs> with me anyway, to get isolated. Suddenly gets oh, up you get from in your the group, yeah, yeah. and it's quite scary, especially as a girl when you have lost your friends mm-hmm. in a car. And it's it's. I mean,
2: I know like a few times. I feel like a lot of girls have ha- have you know had the piss taken out of them for going to the toilets together in a big group. I, Why are you all going uh, together? Yeah.
1: It's look, a safety like, thing. It it? A and I don't think thing. a
2: lot of men understand that it is completely a safety thing. Very few times, unless probably they're forced to, will a girl at night go somewhere alone. No. Because you are so much more vulnerable. The amount of times we've been in
1: clubs and we're having to text a friend because we've lost them. Mariella, is always lost to girls. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, Mariella, where are you? Well, can I obviously, sometimes it's because I'm small and I can't be yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Sometimes it is because someone has pulled me away. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Like, someone has pulled me away and you just, um, and then once you're, also, once you're kind of almost locked in, it's very hard to yeah. escape. Like, if it is just you two facing each other mm-hmm. and then you're suddenly you're not feeling it, sometimes it's so hard to leave in a car anyway. Yeah. You yeah. to make yeah. excuses like, can I like, go to the toilet? I'm going to, go to the toilet. hole. Find a friend. A I a friend. Like, yeah, you
1: always think I need to find a friend. Yeah, I've got to find my friend. She's well, I've got to go out
0: something like yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think a good, a good little strategy that I've, you know, I've used in the past is you tell everyone you're going with like a place in the club or like, outside. You go if you do get lost, wait there and we'll come get you.
1: Actually, I haven't done that. And no, I mean, we haven't. I, 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 I mean, I mean we all have each
0: other and like find my friend. But when you're in a club, then it's a there. small there. environment. It's having, like one spot where we go, you know, meet near the bar if you get lost or
2: something. That's true.
0: So yeah, that could could help with yes, well, I don't
2: know about you guys, but even in a club, if you have a guy friend with you, you feel so much safer because you know that if <coughs> any, but that's no guar. It's no guarantee that that guy friend is gonna you
1: know protect you if yeah. something happens. And I always feel safer going with a big like one time me and a friend went for just the two of us. Yeah. And it was you know we were very aware of everything going around us. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I think it's nice going people. Paper yeah there's more people looking out
0: for you, like... Yeah. You just know more people. Right, oh, yeah. So just going back to the topic of, what like, I think a lot of the stuff we've talked about goes back to sort of ego and power. A lot of these issues stem from that, I think. Because, like, mm-hmm. it's either... This is some individual on some level feeling themselves... Like, just mainly for the topic of power, this is. Like, feeling themselves not having power in their own lives and therefore have to resolve to mm-hmm. shit like this in order to get a sense that they are powerful
2: mm, I think this is another quite a big topic but I think as well I do think porn actually does come into this quite a lot 100%. because a lot of porn is incredibly aggressive against women yeah and it's often that the men are in positions of power over women and with the amount of porn that people consume <laughs> it warps their view of what you know what sex should look like and what is a healthy you know relationship between people
3: yeah also just with sex often it is um male pleasures it's it is often female offering it's just hard for a female to feel a lot of pleasure when you're having sex it's interesting and i think maybe that also is the stem it's because it's um male men think that it's for them
0: honestly like I think the the big problem with porn as well is, as you girls have kind of said, is like everything is perception. The stimuli you're bringing into your mind is going to alter and determine your perception. And if yeah. you are, say, you know, on a regular basis, like every single day, watching porn, then that's going to cause your mind to go, okay. I have no other sort of reference point for what sex looks like because I yeah. haven't had sex yet because I'm fourteen. Yeah, and that's it Then you're like, okay, yeah. right, that's what it is. That's what it's mm-hmm. meant to be. And then all these perceptions, these sort of like beliefs, yeah. again over time internalise and become sort of core beliefs. And then you get put into this club environment at eighteen. And if, you know, if you haven't already spoke to like girls or spoke to female friends and gone, actually no, that's fucked up. This is not the truth. This is just some like weird thing that's like exists for some reason. And then you're going to have that perception. Therefore, you know when when you act in that manner, which is obviously very (coughs) incongruent and wrong, you're not yourself going to know that it is wrong because all the reference points you have in your mind for what is right in a sexual environment is this thing that is wrong.
2: Yeah, I think also a lot of men don't realise that porn is predominantly made by men for other men. Yeah, and that and then again, often
3: isn't what the sex going on is obviously not. Um, for a woman it's a man and a lot of it's not real it for a man yeah and that's also that, staged, that, that at the end of the day also these guys are professionals yeah like They it's their they, job it's literally their job they can't expect us or they, we, we can't always do the things that we can do but obviously if you don't know that exactly if you I haven't mean, tried it then you wouldn't know to put it in know. a different
2: context you wouldn't say yeah. this is really random but you wouldn't say go to the circus watch an acrobat and think I can do that yeah
0: yeah, exactly. I want to go do that straight away. I'm going to go on a
2: trapeze. Let's
0: yeah. buy a trapeze. The Let's start doing it. <laughs> like, jump through some hoop of fire. Yeah, I can do that now. I've seen someone do it, so that means I yeah. can do it. Yeah,
2: But I so think going thing. back to what you were saying about power and control, in a lot of those situations, is the man has the power and control. And yeah. if that's the only thing that he's watching, his only perception yeah. that he has, he's going to enter into relationships, and yeah. enter into, you know, see his, his, you know, conversations with women as that being the end goal of him having power over her.
0: Exactly. And going back to, like, the addictive side of porn, like, it <laughs> is one of the most, if not the most, addictive thing. It's up there with, like, sort of heroin, sort of class A's, because the way it's structured, you're, you know, you've got two actual course, you know, sort of animalistic reasons to be on Earth, which is survival and replication. Yeah. And you're artificially satisfying that desire to replicate through porn, and that's going to cause, you know, then beliefs are going to be even more fundamental due to the sort of, like, stuff involved with it. Yeah. And that's going to mean that, like, it's going to be even harder for you to, one, stop watching it if you do want to. And that's a big thing. People don't even realise it's a problem. They think it's just okay. Yeah.
2: But the amount that guys will talk about porn compared to
1: if I'm. Um, it's because they start so young and the young mind is so impressionable.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's all very plastic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah honestly, for that to go. And so, let's say, you know, the average thing is like 12, 13, 14. That's about average. And then a lad of that age, is like, all their mates are doing it. So, you know, and they all these reference points, you know, from society that are telling them it's okay. Yeah. And then you can't actually comprehend the fact that it's not. And then you get to a stage where you actually do the personal growth and go, yeah, actually, this is pretty fucked up. And you, you deep the actual consequences it has. And then, it, you know, you actually take the personal growth to go, no, no, this is not happening anymore. But, well, yeah, that, that requires a lot, and a lot of people never do that, and they're just stuck in this sort of loop, this feedback loop, where they're just constantly doing it, therefore reinforcing the belief. And, like, it's like any neurological pathway in your mind. The more you do it, and like any habit, the more you do it, the, f- the more f- fundamental and sort of sustained the pathway is going to be, and therefore the harder it is to stop. That's why addiction's such an issue for people. And then right. it's mad that it kind of, like, I wouldn't say that's wholly to blame. Obviously there are societal factors as well, but... If that was removed, a lot of these issues would would to some extent be mitigated.
1: But I remember being sat on the school bus on the way to school, and the boys, there was such a pressure for them to watch porn. On the bus? No, no, but just (laughs) 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 right on the bus. (laughs) No, but they would just talk to their mates and you'd hear them talking. And they'd say, Do you watch porn? Do you watch porn? And if they would say, if they were brave enough to say no. Well, you almost for them much That's
2: true. But you, it's almost, it would be the opposite with girls. You got, yeah. yeah. Girls that's don't yeah. So yeah. talk about yeah. it. Young yeah. Girls don't talk about it. And it that's would be strange so in a conversation to say
1: that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. for boys, most of them are lying. Well, if they're, they're not, they feel the need to, lie to say they are for the pressure But girls will... Yeah.
0: Will say no, yeah. even if they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think,
0: I think like... It is just such a massive societal issue, and I think sort of governmental bodies or sort of education bodies need to do more because the, the sex education is fucking appalling. But yeah. I
2: think I think this is a problem like, because um, I we had <laughs> sex education was it was done by obviously the, the biology yeah. and then through PSHE, which I think it should be taught together because I think it's it's not. I do think that sexual education. Shouldn't be just about the physical act of sex. It's so much more than that. Yeah. And I think it sex education should include, mm. you know, a healthy relationship. And it shouldn't just be like, can you the And if they show yeah. that TV video, because you have to watch the TV video. You watch yeah. the TV it's, it's educational, but they can't just show
1: that. No. Well, that's not
0: a scapegoat for sex education, is it? It, it can't just, just be video. Like, we
1: did sex education by term, and that was it. I actually. That's the only conversation I remember doing one sex education video. See, owls are very much really? like this is what sex is, and then also <laughs> it's a bit about periods. And... But they only talk as well, also, they only talk about
2: sex between a male and female. That's yeah. also very true. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. nothing I about never, any other kind of I can, sex. I because then it makes a lot of people that think that. that sex has to involve penetration when it doesn't.
3: Yeah. That's like, that's so true because I went to a girls' school for five years and. Um, Se- literally the sex education, we had the one lesson I so vividly remember is just the classic learning. Has this been is cool what sex is. We have to see that. Put a combo on That is, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I had never even thought that they didn't even touch female sex, and that's really bad. Because yeah. also, you know, percentage of that movie uh, you know, well not, not straight it's probably higher than you think and some people obviously haven't come out so it's so and it is not out there the yeah. education it must be so harsh it must be so yeah.
0: hard that's even more isolating for them people as well because yeah. you know they're going to think oh this sort of authority figure is now telling me this is the only sort of sex that exists yeah. and therefore that's going to you know, have some sort of effect on you mentally especially yeah, if you no. are you know not come out yet. You're gonna be like, okay, that's that affects your ability to come out because you're yeah. gonna think that like this isn't normal. Yeah. You know.
3: Actually, going to sex education. When do you think it's the right age to start introducing into curriculum? Because I know that some people are. Yeah, that is the thing it's that's. Being, well, it's being introduced into primary school, and then obviously some parents and very, and Also, also, um, you know. I remember. I think
1: I, I, I did year six, and then my sister they started with her year four, <laughs> four. Three or four. I do think that so many issues can be solved with just open communication. That's the thing. Because also, yeah. children, obviously not, obviously sex is not something they're hearing about, so when they do first learn about it, they obviously get excited. What's that thing we've been kept yeah. from? Yes, yeah, yes. It? a and yeah, secret. And that makes it... but I think a lot of young, I mean, like you said, a lot of young
2: boys, their first ever experience of what sex is, like you said, is through porn, yeah. which is so negative. And I think if you actually educate people about what sex is and what safe sex <laughs> is... That would, before you reach the age yeah. where you're kind of... It's uh, only
1: stigmatised if you make it stigmatised. But then I guess, though, there's a worry that if you're teaching children about sex when they're, what, six?
0: Yeah, I think like, yeah, they right. they have ten yeah. years
1: to learn, they're, gonna, well, they're legally going to practise yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So why... So like, a, you know, then, then they, it's like, they would be, they be... Are, like, like, be, are, like, they be, be are you encouraging behavior, them to want to try it?
3: Yeah. The only thing I do think we're aware, though, because there's also the... Um, Education on you know, female periods and things like that. What what changes we go through as young adults, and even I was so vividly remember the lesson we had about periods. It was split, so the girls had it on periods and the boys had it on the Just I don't know. Yeah, we yeah, we had the boys periods. and girls. Are so rooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. important to know about your the I Don't really yeah. because I I will. It's so frustrating when. Um, and I know they can't, but um, no men will never know what it's like to have a period it's like literally bleed every month. Like many girls experience yeah. it, but also, it differently. Yeah, but also I think a lot of men don't know that
2: actually having a period is so much more than literally just physically it's bleeding. It's changes. actually that's what I'm saying. It's
3: it's it's a it's a package and like yeah. it's I I still stand by the fact that it's should be seen perceived as the same way as an illness. If you're if you're starting a period, you've got the pains you're feeling ill. You should just be able to leave yeah. work, just like and any other illness. Yeah, and just, just because, because it happens it, monthly does not mean yeah. there's any less and just because it
2: might not affect some women, I know, like some of my friends are. It's debilitating. Yeah, and a lot no, of it, girls, you know, they're in bed all day, hot water bottle, no, mine in was, pain. Mine was at the start. And people don't 100%. understand because even some other women
3: are, you know, they don't understand because there's yeah, a different. Yeah, everyone's different. And. That's it. It's just when it is so, it is so, it can be so extreme. And it's like, it's when, for example, I, I, I had netball practice and I was like, dad, I just really cannot go. And his response to me was, all girls go for it, which always, first of all, isn't true, obviously. Second of all, um, all go for it, just, you know, stiff up a lip, just get on with it. Typical and I'm like... Actually. I feel <laughs> a man to tell you that, who doesn't it's understand. It's so frustrating.
2: It. Because also, it's not like... you you Your mood swings uh, can be, like, in, like so drastic. Your body physically changes. You're more likely to bloat. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're achy or sore. Your skin can break out. Even your hair can change. It can get greasier.
3: Yeah. yeah. Or drier or whatever. And it affects so it many It's just so anything. restricting of your life. Yeah, But it's just the fact that I've brought it up because we it's only the girls that learnt about it. The boys went off and did something else. So like, no it's so something else so I remember we were so taken into a abortion, room, yeah. showed what a pad was, a tampon yeah. The boys, I'm, you know what
0: they were It was taken away. Yeah. They should know. Bust off somewhere
3: yeah. else. They should 100% know what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Or not feels like, should just know should the information. It's, I mean, it. it's like that typical <laughs> thing where like you
2: mention a period to a guy. He goes red. He doesn't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, 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 And it's almost like a joke where you can get out of a situation with a man by saying, I've got baby troubles.
1: Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck, okay. Uh, uh, okay also, okay, the yeah. perception is disgusting as well. It's natural. It's, it's, not, because it's not, because not because boys will be around it. They yeah. should be aware but in, of what will yeah, yeah. happen. I, I think in I just, some cultures, it's seen fun. as dirt. I mean, well, I I my it Isn't it
3: Judaism that um, women and men have to sleep in separate beds when she's on her period. I in They're not allowed to... In my He's old school, to we, we, um, we um,
2: raised money to buy a toilet block for a school in a culture where if a girl was on her period, they didn't have the proper facilities. So in the school that these girls were going to, they'd have to walk <coughs> three or four miles to wow. get to a loo that they could... Because, because they, they were weren't separated. allowed to use there. And if you think about it, what? they were girls at school. And if you think about, I mean, you know, you're going to Education. need to go to the loo a lot more if you're on your period... The time it would take you to walk three, four miles... Then all and the way back. All the way back. That's going to take so much time out of your education. So we raised money to have a loo block built in the school
0: that could accommodate yeah. these
2: girls.
3: Yeah. But it shouldn't have to be... No, um, but also, I think that, thinking um, back to lost education, Um, I I, I think that all sandwich tiles should be free. Because yeah, so 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 I know that Heather. girls miss school because they cannot afford... To constantly use pads, and they just say they need to stay at home and use wet towels and things. It's such a problem, and Scotland are doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, Scotland the On tampons,
1: it's a luxury,
3: technically. Yeah. It was a luxury. A luxury. luxury. What? Yeah, what? I mean, it's, it's it's interesting that I
2: think now it's. I mean, in so we're in in a in a college in Durham, um, and they their well the welfare team does provide tampons, yeah. tampons yeah. and pads, <coughs> which is great.
1: Have you seen now? That I can't remember what the supermarket is, but if you go to like the reception, not reception yeah, area, Money Morrison's maybe, at yeah. and yeah. Can I you, can can you can say like, ask for Sarah, Sarah or Sandy or something, they'll give you Who's like Sandy, a, oh really of yeah. like tampons and things. you need. No and I think either. also
2: even you know if you're homeless,
1: yeah, oh, wow. and there's no
2: safe place
1: for you to effectively. That's so true. I mean, yeah. let
2: alone wash, but also, you know, have a safe space that you can. You know, yeah. Put a tap on him. Put a pad. Because it's like, cheap, really. If you're no, and if you don't have a, an actual <coughs> exactly. area. If, if, if you're in your own home, you have that space and you have that privacy. If you're living on the streets, you're so much more vulnerable. Yeah.
0: It's exactly. like, what can you even do in that situation? Like. None of your basic human needs are being met, let alone you know being able to sort stuff like that out. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I think in a lot of I don't know if you've seen, but in a lot of places like service stations, on the back of the doors in the loo's, they have a lot of ads to sponsor um, companies that help refugees who are in refugee camps
1: and who who have no access. I've seen that to give them sort of sanitary products. Yeah, if I just remember, like you know, when you go to service station toilets and they would have the little like.
0: Machines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I've, I've never, never
2: seen like, like, a pound either. for a
0: tampon. So expensive. It's like a one. Yeah, because they yeah. said the a piss. Like, like you shouldn't cost money for that. It's a, it's a human need. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's a, a luxury. That's such
0: bullshit. I like, want. Because yeah.
2: then you do get companies that sell things like pads and tampons, and they make them like weirdly like fancy for no reason. Yeah. And that's why they charge so much for them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, you just need to buy many. Anyway. I think if you want to buy ones that are... Maybe you get the it ones, whatever. <laughs> but yeah. you know what I mean. Me um, have you have the right to do that? You I can think pay for that, but I think should there should be, be just basic pads, <laughs> yeah, and tampons available.
3: Especially, especially is like condoms and stuff like that's free. So it's, clinics that give literally. Help. It should yeah. just. It should be another. And
0: that's a choice, as opposed to like you this know. This is
3: literally cannot do anything. That's, that's, that's so really true. I didn't even yeah. think of that. That's yeah. really true, actually. how it is good. I think that we here we do have access to even yeah. condoms and stuff like. and pregnancy tests. So in our in our
2: actually, in our post room here, there's the welfare have a little table where there's free pregnancy tests, lube, condoms and pads yes. and tampons. Which I think I should, should be hundred percent.
0: That should be everywhere. There shouldn't be one specific place within one institution. Yeah. It should be, you know, freely available.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, why are spending money on PPE that's being bugged? Like why they spend some of that billions of pounds on some actually essential shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. But yeah, I think we've covered a lot of stuff and I think a lot of our listeners...
2: Yeah, there's quite a lot yeah. of stuff, it?
0: It's going to be good. I think a lot of our listeners are going to gain so much value from this and having your girls' insight on these topics has been invaluable, really. But so thank you for
2: having us. It's been yes, good, definitely. yeah. Definitely. Thanks for being open. And that's, being, that's all right. What would you...
0: Issues. If you had to say one sort of summary point, I asked the lads who came on last week about this as well, like, if you had one message to the world, what would it be and why? What would be your message? You get to put on the billboard that millions of people
2: Oh, my say. God. Be no. open, be kind,
3: and try and listen. Just listen. I like that. Yeah. Which, I don't yeah. want to say cliche, but just... Women support women. Women in STEM. <laughs> women in
1: STEM. <laughs> women
3: in STEM. Honestly, just right. stay I literally yeah. don't want to be that person. Be but that person. Be, yeah. Honestly, just be, be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be the ne- Never be, be influenced. I mean, obviously, if, you're, if, you're, if your true self is great, be yourself. <laughs> obviously, there are limitations to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you've made me aware of that. I was
2: going to say, like be yourself, said, but accept
3: when you can improve. I think like, yeah. that,
0: thing, that is gross. That
3: thing we so tr- if you that, f- yeah. your,
1: oh, No, you
3: <laughs> no. I, I know. That, that, that very old, you know, one here in primary school, which is that she just treat others like you'd like to be treated. Yeah. By that, literally, that is... Just go through your life with that mindset because you'll get far. Just be kind. Love people. Yeah. Like I said, listen. So listen is, listening is so important. Yeah, that's what you're doing. in
1: my mouth. <coughs> my what? Well, yeah. My wisdom.
0: Your wisdom. <coughs> it's a
1: about physics. <laughs> um, Study physics. Six. The Hadron Collider.
0: More women in STEM.
1: <laughs> join me, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you, do you do you know how to do a movement cube? <laughs> I do not. That will one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I think just look out for others yeah you're not I
0: know, I know it, feels like, it feels
1: like in life ev- you know obviously you feel like everything's about you yeah it's not everyone's just as worried about themselves can yeah? I just say this was like very much like it's like yeah. <laughs> 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 he's like yeah he's
2: like right.
1: Wait, this we, is are like, re- we are
3: a community. We are a of bees, or bees in a hive. And it's is kind of hive true. not. Don't go to the political it's about it, but also, also, Just also, be kind. Also,
2: if don't ever be afraid to ask for help from people if you're struggling about stuff.
3: Yes. Open, open.
1: As you know, I know you can be uncomfortable with that, but try be be as well. oh, I need you to learn this word now this word, and it's basically like everyone thinks they're their own like, living their own story. It's like, you forget... Main character. no so like f- syndrome. It's like you forget that everyone around you has, has their own, own lives. And yeah. it's like, you're going to think everyone's yeah. life. Like, when, if you're fi- having a bad day and you're walking down the street, you might think everyone's staring at you, they're not. Yeah. Spotlight syndrome. Spotlight syndrome. Also, you are going to be that side character
2: in somebody else's story. You're going to be that NPC.
0: You're the NPC in someone's <laughs> life. <laughs> so, you know... Just be a good NPC. Yeah,
2: you're gonna be an NPC. Be a good
1: one. Thank That's you for it. listening. God,
0: yeah. <laughs> so did you have that word, or are we gonna? No, I. We will that. find the word and put it <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah. Well, this has been yes. Yeah, it's been a really, really good episode, and we'll probably get you girls on I... another time.
1: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not. Drum roll. <laughs> <I> was not?
0: <laughs> good place to end. Thank you very much. This has been Alex and Bella, Abby, Mariella on the Lawless Podcast and we'll see you next week.